Hey, faithful listener. Thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries daily podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow spiritually so you can grow personally. Let's grow together by building a consistent Bible reading routine. This is Jen, your host, and today we will be discussing the book of Mark. Hello and good morning, friends and faithful listeners. Happy Tuesday and thank you so much for tuning in to the P40 Ministries podcast with your host, Jen. Today I have my cup of coffee in front of me and I am ready to start talking about the Bible and I hope you guys are as well. Today we will be talking about the death of John the Baptist, which is always a very sad thing to talk about, but it's also kind of a tough thing to talk about, at least for me, because there's a lot of questions I have that I think probably can never be answered until I see Jesus for real. But let's go ahead and talk about Mark 6, verses 12 through 29 today. I will be reading out of the W.E.B. version of the Bible. They went out and preached that people should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed many with oil who were sick and healed them. King Herod heard this, for his name had become known, and he said, John the baptizer has risen from the dead, and therefore these powers are at work in him. But others said, He is Elijah. Others said, He is a prophet or like one of the prophets. But Herod, when he heard this, said, This is John whom I beheaded. He is risen from the dead. For Herod himself had sent out and arrested John and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, for he had married her. For John said to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. And Herodias set herself against him and desired to kill him, but she couldn't. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, and kept him safe. When he heard him, he did many things and heard him gladly. Then a convenient day came, that Herod on his birthday made a supper for his nobles, the high officers, and the chief men of Galilee. When the daughter of Herodias herself came in and danced, she pleased Herod and those sitting with him. And the king said to the young lady, Ask me whatever you want, and I'll give it to you. He swore to her, Whatever you ask of me, I will give to you up to half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What should I ask? And she said, The head of John the baptizer. She came in immediately with haste to the king and said, I want you to give me right now the head of John the baptizer on a platter. The king was exceedingly sorry, but for the sake of his oaths and for his dinner guests, he didn't wish to refuse her. Immediately the king sent out a soldier of his guard and commanded to bring John's head, and he went and beheaded him in the prison, and brought his head on the platter and gave it to the young lady, and the young lady gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard this, they came and took up his corpse and laid it in a tomb. I think one of the biggest questions that I and many people ask about this portion is, why didn't Jesus go and rescue John the Baptist? And that is a question I think will never be answered. And we did talk about this um, this same story back in Matthew as well. And I had that same question back in Matthew, which I could not answer. <laughs> But let's start on verse 12 here and talk about this. So Jesus and his disciples are going out and preaching that people should repent. And you remember that John the baptizer originally went and did that. That was his message was that people should go and repent. And so Jesus and his disciples have now taken over uh, John's job because John is now in prison. And so it says that they went around to all the different cities and they got rid of all these demons inside of people. 
and they anointed people with oil who were sick and they healed them. So King Herod heard about all of this stuff and uh, because Jesus's name was everywhere at this point. He was a celebrity. You know, everybody was going to Jesus to get healed and to hear him preach and to see his miracles. So Herod, who was one of the kings, because I believe that Jerusalem was set up into three different quadrants. No, it wouldn't be a quadrant. (laughs) Uh, Three different... uh, things and so there was three kings i believe in um jerusalem who reigned over the little uh area that they were supposed to reign over and king herod was one of those kings now his brother was king philip i believe who reigned over a different part of jerusalem or whatever i might be wrong about that but i'm pretty sure that was the case so one thing that herod ended up doing was he arrested john the baptist And he arrested John the Baptist because his wife hated John the Baptist. His wife's name was Herodias. And she had been the wife of the other king, Philip. And there was an adulterous relationship going on. And Herod ended up, you know, marrying Herodias, who was, in fact, his brother's wife. So there was a whole adulterous affair happening. I don't know if Philip, this King Philip and uh, King Herod were on bad terms after that. I have no clue. But we do know that uh, adultery had happened and Herodias ended up marrying Herod. So Herodias hated John the Baptist because John the Baptist was going out and preaching to people that they should repent of their sins. As it says here in verse 12, they went out and preached that people should repent. Jesus took over that because John the Baptist was going out and preaching that people should repent. So he was the cool thing about John the Baptist is he was unafraid. If you look at John the Baptist, he was not afraid of anybody. He was super bold for the most part. At least that's what it's uh, it's kind of clear in scripture that John the Baptist was a very bold person that was not afraid to offend people because he did offend a lot of people and also he was a very odd person (laughs) so people would go and see him he was kind of like the first celebrity before Jesus that you know people would go see and he would baptize them and he'd preach to them and you know and he was a very weird guy so people would go and see him and uh, Herod heard about him so then now John the Baptist was preaching to Herod unafraid of the king's power and was saying you sinned because you married your brother's wife and you shouldn't have done that. So he was saying that King Herod and Herodias had sinned by having an adulterous affair. And Herodias, the wife, hated that. She didn't want to hear about her sin. She was upset. So she was probably nagging her husband. You need to put that guy in jail. How dare he say that about me or whatever. So Herod ended up doing that for the sake of his wife and her nagging probably, he ended up putting John the Baptist in jail. But he liked John the Baptist. It says here that he kept John the Baptist safe, even though he knew that his wife wanted to kill John the Baptist. He kept him safe, and uh, he knew that he was a righteous and holy man, so he was afraid to kill him, afraid to have any harm come to him because he knew he was righteous. And actually, he would go down to the prison from time to time and listen to John and talk with John. And it said that he heard John gladly. So Herod, King Herod actually really liked John. And even though John kind of scared him a little bit, because I think it says in Matthew that the things that John talked about kind of scared Herod, but he was listening to them gladly and enjoyed the stuff that John was talking about. So then after this, it says in verse 21 that this convenient day came. (laughs) That's what it says. And Herod decided to have a birthday party. It was Herod's birthday. 
But birthday parties back then, this was something I mentioned in the Matthew episode I did of this one. Birthday parties were not common back then. This was unheard of, sort of. So Herod was throwing himself this big old birthday party, and he was a very arrogant man. So he made this supper for all of his nobles and for his high officers and the chief men of Galilee. So Herodias had this daughter. And this daughter, we find out from, I think, the book of Matthew, was named Salome. And this young girl, she was probably around 14 to 16 years old, maybe. She came in and she did this skanky little dance for all the men that were at this party. And of course, the men liked it. They were all drunk and they see this young girl coming out and doing this erotic dance and they love it. So Herod, who, by the way, was her stepfather, so it's really creepy and weird. Herod calls Salome over to him, and he's like, I loved that dance. That was great. That was so good. And he's like, I will give you up to half of my kingdom. I will give you whatever you want up to half my kingdom. What a stupid thing to promise to this girl, right? But he was drunk. He was sexually turned on by her, his stepdaughter. Super weird, super creepy. And he promises her something ridiculously stupid. Which, by the way, for a young noble girl, a dance like that would have been uncommon. A a young girl like that who was a noble was uh, typically not supposed to do that kind of stuff in that day and age. Or really ever. (laughs) I mean, if you think about noble girls now, even to this day, They don't sexually dance for people like that's just not heard of. So this was this shows you how messed up this family really was and how Herodias, the mother of that girl, had literally didn't care what his her daughter was doing and maybe even trained her to dance like that or got her the lessons to dance like that. So the fact that this girl was dancing like this for her stepfather, you you can just see the amount of disgusting that was happening in this family. So this Salome girl is that very excited when she hears her stepfather's words and she's like, what should I ask? She goes out to her mom and she's like, listen to what he did. What should I ask for? So then, very conveniently, the wife, who may have set up this entire thing for her daughter to dance like that or who knows what happened here, but conveniently, she says to her daughter, she's like, I want the head of John the Baptist on a platter. So Salome, the young girl, goes back out to... Herod, who's super drunk at this point, and she says exactly what her mom said. And she's like, I want the head of John the baptizer. So the king was upset. He was so sorry. But because he had opened his big mouth and because um, old habits die hard, you know, he was an adulterer before and now he's turned on by this uh, stepdaughter that he has and he opened his big mouth, he has to go through with what he promised to this young girl because of all of his dinner guests that are there with him. So he was super sad, but he goes and he does exactly what he said he would do, and he commands his people to go down and behead John the Baptist. So this was extremely sudden. John the Baptist had no clue this was coming. This was very, very quick. So then all of a sudden, John is killed, And his head is brought up on a platter. Very sick, disgusting thing. It's given to the girl. And then the girl and goes and gives it to her mom. So it says here that after this, it's very clear that um, John's disciples came and got the rest of his body and buried it in a tomb 
<clears throat> and Herod very clearly allowed that to happen, probably because of his guilt. So now when he's hearing about Jesus doing all this stuff, and you know, Jesus's name is becoming super famous, he's scared because he thinks John the Baptist came back from the dead and is going to haunt him or something. So Herod at this point is terrified. So one thing I mentioned at the beginning was why didn't Jesus go out and save John the Baptist if he could? Well, we don't know. We have no clue. But we do know that Jesus had a mission to complete. And perhaps going and saving John the Baptist was not within that mission. That would have taken him away from the many souls and the many people that needed healed and the souls that needed saved. So that could have taken him away from that. And we also know that heaven is the best place you could possibly be. We know that from scripture. We know that heaven is paradise and that when Christians die and we believe in Jesus, we go up to that paradise. John the Baptist was in fact a Christian and that was the best place that he could have possibly gone to. I mean, if you really think about that, we don't think of death as being a good thing. We think of it as something being terrible. And it, it really is. If you think about it um, from an earthly perspective, it is sad. It is hard. It's terrible. We don't like death. We hate death. But when you think about John going from prison, which was probably kind of a miserable experience to him, going from prison and being taken up into heaven pretty much immediately, it's kind of exciting. But I mean, the death thrown in there is a very sad thing. Now, Herod, what he did was absolutely disgusting and completely wrong, and he never should have done that. And God says that you should never murder anybody. So Herod became a murderer because he went down and killed John the Baptist. We've been learning through the law how much God hates murder. You know, he hates it. So it wasn't a good thing that Herod did. But God does allow certain things to happen. And maybe John the Baptist being taken from, you know, uh, prison, maybe God allowed it to happen so that John could be freed from his burden on earth and just taken up into heaven with him. So, I mean, like I said, no easy answer to that question. I don't know the answer. We won't know it <laughs> ever, but we do know that God allows everything to happen for a reason. It says that in the Bible, uh, and God also works everything out for our good. So if we believe that God can do that, then we just have to trust in God's will for everything. But friends and faithful listeners, this was Mark chapter 6, verses 12 through 29. <clears throat> this is a very interesting portion of scripture to me. I kind of like talking about this one and uh, how creepy Herod is. <laughs> <laughs> it's so creepy, isn't it? It's so freaking weird. I, I seriously get like the heebie-jeebies from Herod and him like lusting over his stepdaughter. So weird. But anyway, friends, thank you so much for tuning in this morning. Check out the new design on my website that I have for the t-shirts. Take a look at it. Order one for yourself. Order one for a family member. But friends and faithful listeners, have a fantastic rest of your day. God bless and happy listening. <laughs>